Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of Pop Culture and Fandom News. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and I am joined this week by Carla and Sasha. And hopefully on our Friday episode, Judy will be popping in too. Unfortunately, she couldn't come to this recording. But uh, this week is a little bit different. If you haven't, if you didn't listen to our last Pop Culture and Fandom News episode, or you didn't see our posts on social media, Due to the ongoing WGA strike and now SAG-AFTRA as well, we will not be covering any struck work, both past, present, and future, on the podcast until the strike is resolved. That also means on the pop culture and fandom news episodes, when we are talking about what we're into or what we're excited about or our main topics, unless they're strike-related, because we're going to talk about the strike a lot, we will not be talking about most TV and film. Yes, there are films that are very, very considered independent. Those are fine and considered they don't fall under that struck work umbrella. But we're going to be overly cautious and prob- and we're going to try not to focus on any of that. If it does, it'll have to be you know researching, making sure we're okay there. But just to let you know, it's going to look a little different. Luckily, we have a podcast where we cover so many different things that this isn't going to affect us in the fact that we're not going to have to stop recording episodes. We're still going to be here. We're just going to be doing something a little different. So for uh, for Friday's episode, we were originally, of course, going to be talking about The Outsiders. Well, that was Warner Brothers. So no, we're not doing that. So we're going to be talking about books, though. We're just going to have a fun, relaxed episode giving some book recommendations And then for the month of August, except for the first week, which is just going to be interviews, uh, we are going to be focused on music. So just giving you a little update there. And then September will probably be books. And then we're working on stuff that's some fun little stuff for October for horror month. So as long as the strike goes on, this is going to happen probably be at least through the end of the year, I'm assuming, thinking that'll happen. Who knows? Maybe the AMPTP will, I doubt it, but you know, I mean, hey. Independent studios can do it, so you can too. But so you will see a little bit of change there. And then also, I just want to say heads up if you see any, if you hear any interviews that we do, and if there are interviews, we do have some interviews coming up with some filmmakers and actors. These are for films that do not fall under the struck work. So we'll have notes on that beforehand, but so that you don't go, wait a minute, 
she's a liar. So I just want to make sure you know that we're being very cautious. Every every PR person, every publicist, they are very much like, nope, this doesn't fall under that. Don't worry. We are completely indie. So just letting you know. But before we get into Friday's episode, that'll be chock full of page turning fun. <laughs> it's pretty exciting, huh? Uh, my, my panelists are like, sure, whatever you say. I want to first know, Carla from Bedwetter Behead Pod, what are you into right now? I was trying to come up with something clever and it didn't happen. <laughs> I, I saw that. I, I saw like, yeah, I'm going to make it fun. I'm going to make it. Yeah, no, just let's just go. <laughs> I am very much into, um, all right, so the the people closest to me know that I have fallen deeply in love with TikTok and that currently me showing my love comes in the form of spamming you with dozens and dozens of TikToks. And honestly, like you're welcome for the high quality entertainment that has been curated for you for free. Okay. So like, honestly, what are we complaining about? Uh, I'm going to complain because I'm not in on that action <gasps> and I feel left out. Sasha, we are going to talk. You're going to give me your handle and the spamming will begin and you will have regrets almost instantly. And I cannot wait for that moment because I love you and I want to show you my love in the form of dozens and dozens of TikToks per hour. But anyway, so anybody who has been on TikTok or anywhere with videos in the past, you know, I don't know, three weeks to a month has come across a song you wish by the the hip-hop r&b hip-hop rap group fly in a boss and that's the song where it goes you know hello christ i'm about to sing again so if you've heard it you know exactly what what i'm talking about if you haven't heard it go look it up because this song has gotten so deep in my heart and soul and honestly, it's a really, really good song. Like I've li- I listened to it on repeat. It's only two minutes, so it leaves you wanting more, which is like the perfect amount of time for a song. It's it's catchy as hell, and I love what they've done with their um with their fan base because what they do in a lot of their their TikToks is that they they play from that point in the song, which is about halfway through the song. One of the one of the the two people in the in the duo starts running and like they're doing something silly like you know at one point somebody grabs like somebody's uh, like chipotle order and somebody else grabs i don't know why i said it that way it's chipotle okay it's not my fault that nobody else like if i said chipotle people are like what is that i'm like i'm sorry chipotle chipotles however you want to call it my family calls it the chipotle oh my gosh <laughs> It just my husband is a native Spanish speaker, so ah okay, we he's forgiven then. He's forgiven then, so yes, he, he's, it's a he's funny. Okay. <laughs> so that's all right. That's all right then. But yes, but other other places too that don't enrage me with how people pronounce it. Um, and then she starts running, and she's you know she's singing her portion of the rap, and then at some point, the other person will come in and tag off and continue the rap, and it goes on for like maybe 20 seconds but it is hilarious every single time and it's catchy and my friend shannon miller who is a a, an ad absolutely brilliant 
person with Courage Inc. has pointed out that it is a brilliant marketing strategy because it's putting the song out there and they're doing it in different scenarios that their fans pick. So it doesn't get boring to people because it's like, oh, where are they going to do it next? And it's also, again, a very catchy song. So it, it's uh, it's brief enough that it doesn't get annoying. It's visually entertaining. It keeps you kind of hooked for that, you know, brief amount of time that, that it's going on. But it becomes inescapable in what I think is a great way. Again, it's just absolutely brilliant um, marketing. Even if they're just having fun and not doing it in, in a marketing way, it's it's still just, oh, chef's kiss. Wonderful. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't checked it out, it's on Spotify. And like I said, if you're on TikTok, you've probably heard it. It's bled over to Reels now because Reels is kind of like what Reddit is to Twitter, you know, to old Twitter back when Twitter was a thing. It's like, oh, I saw this hilarious thing on Reddit. And it's like, oh, I saw it on Twitter four months ago, Grandma. Anyway. (laughs) Sasha, be prepared. The other day, I hadn't checked TikTok in a couple of days. And I went on there. And it was like something like 48 TikToks or something. (laughs) High quality entertainment. Maybe I won't be giving Carla my info. (laughs) No, it's awesome. It's just, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I haven't checked in a while. And then I open, I'm like, okay, can I, can I look at this right now? Because I don't, because my other side is I'm like, if I look at this right now and I get distracted by something else, I don't want Carla to think that I don't care about what she's sending me. And I just looked at it and went, forget you. So (laughs) listen, listen, I always just pretend that you look at it and that you're laughing so hard that you can't you know, find the emoji for it. That's, you know. (laughs) No, I do appreciate him though. It's really, it's funny. (laughs) I do appreciate it though. So Sasha, what is getting you excited? I'm not clever tonight. I'm not clever tonight. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, I too am going music, just not TikTok music, but I this made my Gen X heart very, very happy. And then it made me simultaneously want to ball my eyes out. Fallout Boy did an extension to We Didn't Start the Fire. They did an updated version. I am here for it. I loved it. I love the original. So this one was great. My question is, how does one go about choosing the events that you're going to include over a span of like 30 years? Like what makes the cut? How did you pick this? I, I understand that they're following the, the rhyming scheme, but I was like, there's so many other things that you could have included and you didn't, but then you chose those and okay, like Kanye and Taylor. Uh, all right, whatever. Uh, that's fine. There were other things. And I'm not knocking any Swifties. Like you do you. Enjoy your enjoy. I'm not going to yuck your yum. Like that's fine. But there were other events like historical ones i don't know but i just i love the original we didn't start the fire and though to have this one come out kind of an updated version was like huh i loved it i'm not gonna yuck anybody's yum like you yum whatever you want that's not true there is 
there is one yum I will yuck, but it's okay. No, I and I fully agree. You know, who am I to take away from white supremacy Barbie's, you know, big time in the spotlight? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I would have been that's the yeah, it's because of, you know, the whole presenting yourself like an ally and then dating people that are completely and totally racist scumbags. So and then not saying anything about it. Got but, it. I know nothing. Yeah. yeah. I don't I literally know. Like I know they're called Swifties and I know her name is Taylor. I also know she was in Denver for two nights. Because everybody who went, like it was everywhere. Well, and just it was everywhere. Even if you didn't go, it was like all the over Denver Zoo, The Denver Zoo promoted it because we have a flamingo named Swift. We do? Yeah. One of the flamingos' <laughs> name is Swift. And so they were like, Swift wants tickets because like his namesake is here. Swift should get to go to the show. Totally. Because that's what everybody wants. It's a loud bird. A giant flamingo. Come on. An overstimulated giant flamingo at a show. It, it, it's, it can't possibly go wrong. Well, I need to make sure, like, Carla, is my Fallout Boy okay, or are they bad people too? Because now I feel like I need updates. I have done zero research into them, but I like their... I, I, ha- I have a Fallout Boy playlist. It has three songs, but <laughs> I figure it still counts as me being kind of a fan, so... I just want to make sure, like... I'm not up on any, I'm not up on the cool hip kid stuff, because I'm about to be a grandma, y'all, any day now, legit, so uh, I need people to keep me updated. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I don't know anything about Fallout Boy, except for the the Billy Joel thing, that just because that was everywhere on TikTok, so that's why I was like, Wait, what happened? Um, and I thought it was just a cover of it. I didn't realize until I really listened that they were adding to it. I thought it was just a cover. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Uh, because I love Billy Joel. That was the second concert I ever saw when I was a kid was Billy Joel. So so mine is music too. And uh, basically, it's just uh, it's just basically my Spotify playlist, which has... 1,502 songs in it. Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> it takes you just a little bit of time to listen to it all. And I add to it like every week, sometimes every day. And I, I just love it because it's, it's so much, it's just so varied and there's such a huge variety that if I hit shuffle, I can go from like, say, um, um, Joni Mitchell to like Bon Jovi or to Poison. Yes, I realize Poison is not great and wonderful, and Brett Michaels is horrible. But but we know about your love for Brett Michaels. <laughs> Carla here to ruin all of your favorite musicians. <laughs> tell me who you like, and I'll tell you what you shouldn't. Hey, no, I know Carla for a fact. Watch Rock of Love as well so yes i also have a playlist like that mine is called uh yes i know please don't judge me <laughs> well mine is just my liked songs is what i'm just so it's like everything it's like something i would love to just someday just go on a road trip plug that in and just hit shuffle and just see you know it's just funny going from 
that genre to another genre to another one. And, uh, and then I'll be like, when did I have this song on here? Why is this on here? And then I also have my Spotify set up. I don't know if everybody knew this, that you can set up Spotify to do this thing where it'll randomly play another song that it thinks you might like because of all the other ones. And so I had that in there and I like played some song. I do not remember what it was. And I'm like, why in the hell is this? Oh, this was the recommended one. I'm like, why is this? Oh, probably because I have like total eclipse of the heart and, um, a couple of air supply songs on there. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, of course you'd be into this cheesy thing. <laughs> like, no, I'm actually not. I'm very picky about my cheese. So, you know, and I'm not even lactose intolerant. <laughs> my gosh, you're vegetarian or vegan. I mean, <laughs> any, any cheese, really any cheese, but that's the very small amount of, of, yeah, I totally get it. By the way, did you know that an artist can see the name of the playlist that you put a song into. Oh my gosh, I've got to change all my playlists now <laughs> to something cool. That is amazing. Oh no, I'm so sorry to any artists right now. Right here, right now, I apologize. I love this. Oh no. I I, I heard about it, I think, I think on TikTok, the, the source of all of my knowledge now, that an artist can see the the title of your playlist i mean it's not like they're sitting, sitting there scouring for you know like i want to see what all my five million fans <laughs> call the playlist in which they put my songs but like they 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 can there's like a, a, a mechanism by which they could see it i don't know if it's true for, pri- for private playlists anyway but just know that it's out there and that they're amused so I really hope that the artists that are in my Destiel I Freaking Guess playlist enjoy the show. That's amazing. So does that mean if I create one saying, shake your booty, Dave Gone, and I put all my Dave Gone songs in there that someday, <laughs> of, of Depeche Mode, if you don't know who that is, uh, someday he may say, hey, I want to see who's this. Oh, this is cute. And then he'll email the show. Yes. And... Then he'll be on here. Yeah. Naturally, that's exactly how it's going to happen. A hundred percent. Yes. It, it also means that that if you put songs on a playlist called I Hate These Songs, but I'm listening to them out of spite, they will also know that. I have uh, 2019. It's fine. I'm fine to her. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> This is is the best thing I have learned all week. Thank you, Carla. You're welcome. Man. And I apologize to all the artists out there for all of the lists I'm going to (laughs) create. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, well, now I want to move on. So, uh, Carla, what is one thing that has you wanting to either add it to a new playlist on Spotify or delete that playlist for good? (laughs) Well, I think 
that, okay, first of all, I just want to say for anybody, if we were talking about people that I want to ruin for you, if Jason Aldean is not already ruined for you, then what is wrong with you? You know, that that's all I'm going to say about that piece of crap. But I want to sing the praises of libraries because especially right now with the, um, with the strike and everything, it's not like I'm going to not watch stuff. I still am. They, uh, nobody in the, um, the, the unions has said, okay, don't watch stuff. Nobody's calling for a boycott or a ban or anything at this point, but I am kind of trying to vary it up, especially because I don't have a lot of, of significant podcast prep, like uh, the time consuming binges are off my plate right now, which opens me up to like the world of clearing out my want to read books, which is, does not include the books that I've already bought that are in my house. No, no. These are going to be the ones that I'm going to check out from the library because naturally that's how we do things. We don't, why would we, why would we eat the food we have at home? You know, we don't have to have McDonald's. Boring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why, why eat at home when you could go to a library and eat there? Not actual food people don't actually bring your food into the library. That's that's just not cool. But there are so many books that I want to read that I want to check out, literally uh, from a library, and also that I want to suggest to the library that they don't always carry the stuff. So that's one thing. If there is something that you're interested in, particularly by a, say, by a queer author or by an author from an underrepresented community or from a marginalized community um, that you look in the library and they just happen to not have it, you can request it. And that's great because it shows an interest. They'll put the book in there. Maybe somebody will fall in love with it and also read it. And um, it, it's a great way to get the library selections to be even more diverse and more inclusive. So yes, libraries, loving libraries, loving reading books that don't belong to me and that my reading pile at home can continue to accumulate dust, which I will then brush off and say, you're next, baby. And it's a lie. <laughs> it's always a lie. <laughs> and I also want to give a shout out to get the app Canopy with a K. And you can also like stream a bunch of movies for free. So and the movie app. It. If you're an audiobook person, a lot of libraries, and there are other apps too. Look at your local library. If you didn't know, your library has those services. That you can uh, do audiobooks. You can um, stream a movie through Canopy, and there are a couple of other services that they use. They have, you know, uh, lots of resources for people who need assistance, who are unhoused, or who need advice on, you know, major life stuff. You know. The, Explore your your libraries and their services. You will come away incredibly amazed at what these these places are are doing for us that you're not even aware of. And then you'll be even more of a fan. And shout out to Jen, my podcast brain twin from my streaming bubble. Because we always have to shout out Jen when it comes to libraries. So Sasha what has you turn in those pages fast or I'm not going to say burning a book because no one should just don't want to encourage that, no. but has you wanting to return that book before even finishing it. Oh, that was so lame. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Well, let me, I just want to jump on the library bandwagon real quick and say that our, at least in Colorado, um, Jefferson County, and I think Denver libraries, you can get, um, you can check out our national park pass. So you wouldn't have to pay for the national park pass. You could actually go visit the national parks for free, like take it from the library. Um, And one of the libraries in Denver, others may do it, but I think they have a tool lending library. Literally, if you need to borrow a chainsaw or, you know, some other nefarious items, you can check them out at the library. And 3D printing, they, they do a whole bunch of things. So I'm on board with the libraries. Uh, the things that I am currently excited about right now are um, I, this year, just signed up for our Denver Center Performing Arts for their theater company package. So I will be going and seeing seven different plays um, over the 23-24 season with them. And in addition to that, I did buy musical tickets to go see six um, and one other that shall not be named for reasons. But I'm really excited about the theater company shows. I don't know what a single one of them is. Like, I know the names, but I don't know what they are. So I'm like, I'm going in completely blind. Um, I've been on this whole kick lately where it's like, if a friend says, hey, let's do this. I'm like, yes, let's do this. So saying yes has now made me buy a theater subscription pack. It's fine. It'll be great. It's theater. How can you go wrong? Right? Yeah. And if you ever need a plus one. (laughs) I almost bought two tickets like a two ticket pack just in case um but my jen is the one who convinced me to go because she's had tickets for a couple of years now um and has loved it and so she's like you should do this with me i was like all right that's fine i'll do it and so um i did it we're we're at like the cheapest possible level humanly possible you know that's the way to do it it truly is though yeah it's like a thursday night and it's seven shows, and it was under $300. That's really good. Like, that's a screaming deal, really, when you think about it. Um, so, yeah, I'm super excited about this upcoming theater season, because I am apparently a connoisseur of the thespian arts now. <laughs> I don't that makes me sound stupid. <laughs> no, no. I want to see the pictures of the monocle and... The ascot and maybe a top hat. I don't know. I will do my best. <laughs> no, I love I love that. You know, I haven't been to the theater. Well, I it, I went last year in November. That's right. I went to go see Finn Wittrock and with Tiff, and that that was really fun. But I that was the first time I'd been to a play and to live theater in a long, 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 long time, and. Um, I used to go a lot more and I used to um, because, you know, my mom was a paralegal for some attorneys that worked in immigration. And so we used to get like free passes to go to like the opera because some of the people they represented were like opera stars. And I know opera is something that people either love or hate kind of thing. And I love the opera. I love going. Love it. Love it. And so that was always really cool to be able to go like, and actually sometimes we get like really cool seats and it helped me really fall in love with that. And, um, and I used to run a, help run a theater here in Denver. And 
So I used to do plays and stuff. So I miss theater. So definitely. Yay. We we may do some theater episodes on here too. Uh, we've done, we covered Rent, of course, but we should do some other ones. So, um, and we talked about like some of our favorites and we talked about um, Hamilton and we've talked about, you know, s- stuff like that. So, but we should definitely cover some more. So, uh, well, what I'm just briefly going to say is I saw on TikTok on our um, It's a Fandom Thing pod TikTok, it came across my feed. And I'm not familiar with this actor, Jamie Campbell um, Bauer. I don't know if my panelists are. But the only reason I'm bringing this up is someone stitched a video of this fan who went to meet him at a convention. And I guess she'd met him before. And she brought a fake marriage license, okay, or something like that, and wanted him to sign it. And she's videoing this, and he was so sweet, so nice, but he, you could tell, was like, I don't know, is this legally binding? And she's like, no, look, the officiant, that's that's my husband. And kept saying, you know, you. she's like, you you signed it before, you signed something. Like this. He's like, yeah, I know, but I, I don't know, I don't feel, I feel kind of weird about it. And she was so upset about this, she wanted her $100 refunded to her or something, and she had all this other stuff signed. But because he didn't want to sign that, he was super sweet and nice, like way sweeter than he needed to be. And it came off as this very entitled, weird, gross thing. And she did a follow up TikTok where she said, yeah, but, you know, I've met him before. And he said, and he, you know, we we kind of have, you know, we like we get along and we're, you know, almost like insinuating their friends. And like, and so I said, you're not friends with them. They're at cons, so they're going to be nice to you. And he was saying sweetheart a lot or so, you know, something like that. And he's from the UK or something. And someone was like, this is, that's how we talk to people. <laughs> Just because your birth so, calls you honey doesn't mean that, like, you can move in with her. Oh I know. God. This is just the, the Pedro Pascal thing all over again. It is. It is. Yeah. And it's just brought up that thing again of you do not own these people. You, they, they are not your playthings, celebrities, your people that you're fans of. They're not your thing to, to toy with, to mess with, to do whatever you want them to do. Like, if they don't want to sign something that's making them uncomfortable, they have every right to say, no, I'll sign something else. And yes, it may have, been, it was fake, but he clearly felt uncomfortable with this. And so if he feels uncomfortable with it, respect that, respect that boundary that he is setting for himself and say, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Here's something else. Instead of pushing it, she kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And I'm just like, just give him something else. He's being so super nice to you, nicer than you probably deserve. And then to demand to want a refund on top of it all because he wouldn't sign a fake marriage license. It's like, what the? Hell. <laughs> and this kind of thing, it, it bothers me so much that a lot of of um of talent who appear at cons are often left feeling in the position of having to say yes to things that they're not comfortable with. Particularly actors who do a lot of cons and for whom cons are like a big stream of of revenue. Because, okay, so as we've seen, as has been very clearly demonstrated, actors don't all make a ton of money in acting. Some of them 
make it in sidekicks and uh you know what is it sponsorships and and uh ad revenue and and ads or rather and uh, in this case cons so if somebody's big way to pay their bills is through a con they're going to do pretty much what it takes to not anger the the clientele which is con goers in this case and they specifically of of certain cons where people will bring in things that uh that have been questioned by other fans and where the the artists are very clearly uncomfortable but they feel like they have to go along with it just for the sake of not angering anybody or um, ruining the experience for the con goer which is there's something to that but at the same time it's like you're also making their life harder by doing it you know you, you can't just show up with something that's that's triggering for them and expect them to just smile and sign it because you paid money to be there. It's, it's a thing about humanity where you have to also remember that they're humans and you don't own them just because you paid extra money for a signature. You're paying for the signature. You're not paying for their soul. So, oh, it just, it really, it's just another extension of the entitled entitledness that people have to people's to, to you know complete strangers time and life and you know even if it's just oh just it's just two seconds to sign it all if he's uncomfortable why would you want to make them uncomfortable if you like this person so much why do you want to put them in that position yeah also we spend so much time teaching people that no is a complete sentence yeah no it's a complete sentence we don't need to justify, we don't need to rationalize, we don't need to expand. No, I'm not comfortable doing that. I'm happy to sign something else. Great, my bad. I thought it was going to be something funny. You didn't get my humor. I'm so sorry. Here, can you sign this instead? Move on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, he was like, what I couldn't get over and it was how super nice he was about this. He never, and he would have had every right to be like, look, stop. You're making me uncomfortable. And he never once did that. And the, and the, it really infuriated me more her follow up where she was telling the whole story about this and how she had actually had it before she had met him and he signed it in the wrong place or something, probably because he was uncomfortable and he didn't, he didn't say anything then. And then she she's like, well, I'll see you at this one convention. And then he canceled. And so then she went to this other one and wanted to make up for it there. And it was just kind of like it had this behavior of I think sometimes with those conventions, when you go a lot, people do think that that then means that these people remember you and they might remember you, but they're not remembering you as like a friend. They're remembering you as someone that has spent a lot of money and helped them professionally. They're not thinking at all, like we're going to go out and have some drinks or something like that. And so we just really need to remember that. And we'll definitely cover this more on like another, like main episode of talking about the entitlement of fans. We're definitely going to do that because when I saw that TikTok, I just about lost it so and i'll and i'll put i'll put a link more to the the stitch one in in the show notes just so you can see what i'm talking about so you can actually see 
you know, well, I'll put it to the, ma- I should probably put it to the main one. But anyway, you can follow the stitch back too. But unless that person's removed it, I don't know if they have or not. But yeah. I'm sure somebody's stitched it or duetted it. You can find it somewhere. Yeah, there's lots of, that's how I found it was a stitch, but they still hadn't removed it then. So, okay. Well, for our final topic and a lot of, this will be probably an ongoing thing. I don't know if it'll be every week, but I do want to give updates, of course, or talk about like the strike, assume more, the SAG after a strike and the WGA strike. But first, I want to mention something that this has to do with it. I know this isn't necessarily pop culture related, but it is strike related and it is labor related. It's union related. Uh, so for people here in Colorado, I just want to put out the call that um, there is going to be an informational picket action for Kaiser. Kaiser, they might be going on strike. The bargaining, the deals, they're not coming to the table with anything. They basically have said that they think their healthcare workers are overpaid. Uh, And a lot of that information is because compared to everybody else in Colorado, Kaiser, people do make a little bit more. But my thinking on that is then that means that the other pay is bad. That doesn't mean that Kaiser's pay is bad. And if you're going to want your patients to be happy and keep coming back, then you're going to want to have a happy staff. And how do you get a happy staff? By treating them fairly, paying them fairly, all that, especially when you are making like, there's one CEO that he makes basically, I put it in my notes here. He makes, you know, like over a million dollars a month, basically. I'm sorry, but <laughs> that's a little bit too much for someone who's not sitting there. And, and healthcare workers, you know, have had to put their lives on the line, literally, because of COVID. So they deserve a lot of really, really good pay. So this is going to be take place Saturday, July 29th at 11 a.m. It's supposed to go to 11 to 1 uh, at the Water Park facility, which is at 2500 South Havana Street in Aurora. And what they're hoping is that a lot of people will show up, show support so that they can get across that, look, you're going to have a huge picket here. You're going to have a lot of people walking off their jobs. You're going to have a huge strike if you don't come to the table, to the bargaining table, and actually give us something good, something worthy. Show that you actually respect the healthcare workers that are putting their lives on the line. So I just really wanted to put that call out there uh, just to, you know, for local folks in Colorado. And then I don't know if there are other ones going on at other Kaiser's. But if there are, please show your support for that. And also remember, show your support for um, UPS, which they're set to go on strike August 1st. Remember, don't get mad at the delivery drivers if you do not get your packages. Get mad at the upper manager, the CEOs, the people making millions of dollars and that aren't treating their workers fairly and making them ride around in trucks without AC. So, you know, just do that, especially when we have so many horrible heat waves right now during the summer. So so we're going to move on then to the SAG-AFTRA and WGA strikes that are going on. And SAG, after they released uh, a list, which AMPTP today said that that wasn't, the, that wasn't the offerings, that's not really what happened, which I don't believe that, but whatever. But they released a list, and we'll put a link in the show notes, of what they had asked for in the last negotiations and what AMPTP, what they countered with. 
And it was really ridiculous. I mean, they rejected stuff that was supposed to be for like meal breaks, extended meal breaks, more stuff like that. They just outright rejected. Uh, They're saying this isn't true or accurate, whatever. And then the other thing is A24, who is not part of AMPTP, they've been granted waivers, you know, to continue filming for some things by SAG-AFTRA. And they were granted these waivers after they agreed to comply with all of the stuff that with SAG-AFTRA's, you know, requirements on contracts. A24 is not a huge studio compared to these other people. So if that independent studio can do that, then AMPTP saying they can't. And Netflix just announced they had a huge, one of the biggest upticks in subscription services since uh, the pandemic started. So it's bullshit if you say you can't come up with these demands. So Carla, whatever you want to add to that, go for it. Cool, cool. Because I would love to add that, look, subscription costs for streaming services, we're not getting like a break on them. You know, it's not like like streamers are going around saying, hey, listen, um, we know that these services, they can kind of be expensive. So how about we cut you a break, consumer, and you can pay less monthly or we can allow you know, this or bringing you this new content, whatever. As we have seen with, you know, HBO Max and its culling of of properties, they've removed so many things that were already there. They have taken things off of the, the, the service that you can no longer access. They've already screwed over the animation um, departments. And yet they are, you know, it's not like because they are taking stuff away that suddenly they're um, reducing their subscription costs. If anything, everything is going up. Um, Everything is becoming more fragmented, which means that you're spending more on a a monthly basis to keep up with the things that you want to watch. Um, Netflix did away with password sharing. Which, I mean, this is where that spike is coming from. It's like they did away with password sharing and they're doing away with a tier that allows you to have no ads. So all of this thing of like, oh, you know, the these actors are just trying to get richer and whatever. None of it holds any water. None of it holds any water. It, it's anything that, that you hear against the strike is typically coming from a place of wanting to pit people against working people. And that's often the case. The, the, the best strategy to subvert a movement that empowers the, I guess, the downtrodden, you can say, or anybody who is in a, in a group that is being harmed by a larger group usually comes down to pitting them, pitting somebody against them, somebody on their own level, somebody on their own ranks. You see this in, in politics with poor white people being, you know, um, being told, oh, it's the immigrants that are, the reason that you're poor is because the immigrants are taking your jobs. And in this case, oh, well, the reason that these actors want more money is because look at them, they're already rich. They just want more. And then in the meantime, some of them, like a lot of them, a substantial amount of them, 
can't even afford healthcare because they don't make enough money on an annual basis to even be eligible for the the health benefits. So it, it's really the I know you know nobody's calling for a ban or a boycott or anything, but they make it really hard to not want to just do it anyway. The studios do, um, the streamers do, because streamers have become studios. You know, like, like let's face it, streamers are are no longer what they used to be, which is a source to get your entertainment that wasn't, you know, NBC or ABC or whatever. They used to be like where you would go to get it secondhand. Now that they started creating their own, now, now that they've you know gotten a taste of the wealth that comes from creating their own um, product, they have gotten incredibly greedy, incredibly fast. And by not allowing the people who make them all that money to share in any of it, they are perpetuating a system of abuse of creators. These are people who do this for the love of it. I don't think anybody's out there looking for a job where they can purposely not get health insurance and where they're struggling really hard in incredibly expensive cities, LA and New York primarily, as anything other than a passion. These are passionate individuals who want to, to be a part of, of sharing art and to make them starve for it just so that somebody else can buy another yacht is it's immoral. It is absolutely immoral. Yeah. I don't really have anything to add about any, I mean, yeah, I'm a union member. I'm an educator. I am a union member. My grandfather was a union negotiator in Detroit for the auto workers union, like unions just, I support the union. It's really all I can add. I mean, it's horrible. Like Carla said, it's immoral. It's gross. It's, I was watching, um, I was scrolling through Netflix and I'm like, okay, what are some weird off the wall things that I could find that would be okay to discuss that aren't major? I'm like, oh, this would be cool. Nope. It's a Netflix series. Oh, this would be cool. Nope. Netflix made that. You know, and it's weird, like, competition, game showy things. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. well, never mind. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stick with my books and my music. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, we support unions. Uh, I mean, if you didn't know that by now, if you've listened to the podcast for longer than a few weeks, you sh- we should have known that, but now you know it. Uh, yeah, my, um, my grandfather actually, he, you know, they're, on my dad's side is from Chicago and they, he was part of like Hoffa's union and all that kind of stuff too. So yeah, big, big union family and unions are, uh, we need unions and it doesn't mean that, you know, things can't like, you know, go the way you want them to all the time. And uh, no, I'm not wording that correctly, but, but unions are definitely, we are pro union and I just want to, um, you know, I think what a lot of people still are missing with this strike, and I'm talking about people that aren't in the industry, is you still see people saying, 
well, but those people make a lot of money. What do they need more money for? And most, almost all of actors and writers and everything and people working on movies, all of that, they do not make millions of dollars. They are struggling. They are living paycheck to paycheck. They have to have other jobs. There's a whole thing about how a lot of the cast of Orange is the New Black, uh, they had to have, um, you know, second jobs and they had, we were working retail and stuff like that. So, um, so, you know, it, it is just infuriating that people just want to not see the bigger picture here that yes, these are people that are in Hollywood, quote unquote, and they may not be in the industry that you are in, but what they are fighting for is what we should all be fighting for. It's not just about just actors and writers and people who make movies and are behind the scenes and all of that. It's about all of us. AI is not just coming for them. AI is coming for all of us. This is something we should all be worried about. Uh, capitalism is such a disease in this country and the way we think about money and power and the way that we are supposed to respect all these billionaires over everybody else. And they're supposed to be the ones that make all the decisions when we are the majority. We are the majority, the people that actually like work the hardest, do the hardest stuff. You know, I mean, there's already people are talking like we should just do a general strike and all of us just strike, which yes, the logistics of that would take some time to figure out. But it's the thing of like, we are the majority here. And, you know, that's why you'll have billionaires will go and, you know, spend their money lobbying politicians because they know, they know that we have more numbers, people that are not billionaires. So they need to have power any way they can get it and have control. And how do they do that? Through politicians. So they buy them basically and say, you are going to do what I need to do so I can still have that control. And I just will end uh, with this quote from this movie that is not struck. It's not part of the whole umbrella. Uh, and it's this movie called Breaking Infinity, which uh, I don't know if they would, the interviews probably would have come out by now, but I did interview one of the actors in it and uh, one of the producers. And this quote to me kind of fits perfectly with a lot of the thinking of people in these kind of positions is powerful people can do scary things when they're scared. And it's, it's a lot of what this is. So, you know, yeah. And, and also just also a reminder to the influencers out there that are already scabbing and going and doing all this stuff because the studio is paying you to go to these red carpets and you're out there bragging about it. And you're also saying, well, it's horrible to call us scabs. What, what, what is that about? You are part of the problem. You are playing in to that studio system and to what AMPTP wants. And they are going to, they, when this is over, you think they're going to want to work with you. And no one that you are dreaming of working with that is in the union is going to want to work with you. And you're never going to be able to join the union. So just don't do it. 
don't do it if you're trying to join those unions. And also just don't do it because it's icky. So, you know. Okay. Well, thank you, Carla and Sasha, for joining me. And I'm going to go around and have everybody say where they can be found. And Carla can also say where her podcast, Bed, Wet, or Behead, can be found. Thank you, Erin. Bed, Wet, or Behead, the fantastic podcast brought to you by two mostly sober best friends, can be found wherever you find your podcasts. You can also look for our social media presence on Twitter. We are at Bed, Wet, Behead Pod. On Instagram, we are at bed.wet.behead.pod. On um, the other one that I like to talk about that, oh yeah, TikTok. <laughs> yes, the one that I bring up constantly, TikTok. You can find us at bedwetbeheadpod. And bedwetbehead is also in support of the strike. So we are also not covering any struck work from now until the strike is resolved. So we are, we are playing with our formula to bring you something new and fun, still bedwetty beheady, but different. Um, Meg floated the idea of an oops all behead episode featuring just billionaires, but we decided to not do that, but we'll come up with something else. Uh, I can be found on Instagram at Carla Temis. You can also find me on TikTok where I have one video that I posted about my photography at also Carla Temis or my website, carlatemis.com. That's C-A-R-L-A-T-E-M-I-S.com. And no, I don't always sound this stuffed up. Aww. Yes. And you're, feel- you're feeling better though, right? I can breathe out of both nostrils for the most part. So yes, much better. Good. And I did a shoulder shimmy to your website. <laughs> so Sasha, where can they find you? Uh, I'm not doing all of the fun things and I don't have all the fun places, but you can find me on the Instagrams and that is at vegan geek chick. Um, if you like dumb, spicy sausage dogs, uh, my dog is linked there in my bio. You can follow him. I'm really bad about posting his updates, but um, yeah. Awesome. Thank you. And this is Erin. Remember, you don't want to follow me. You want to follow Fergie on TikTok at Schroeder and Fergs. That's S-C-H-R-O-E. D-E-R-A-N-D-F-E-R-G-S. It's long, but it is worth it. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod on Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one on Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod on TikTok at it's a fandom thing pod. If you have any feedback, show notes, if you'd like a potential interview guest on the show, remember we have an open invitation to anybody who is a SAG after or WGA member to come on. If you want to talk about the strike. Our door is open. Our microphones are open. We'd love to chat. So reach out to us via our website. Hit the contact us button there. That'll shoot me an email. And I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And on our next episode, Carla and Sasha are going to be back. And perhaps Judy as well. And we are going to be giving you a bunch of book recommendations. I'm calling it For the Love of Books. If everybody loves that title, we will stick to it. But you, <laughs> it was just what hit me. But that's the next one. Uh, so until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and stop Asian hate.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.